Hello, everyone, and welcome to EHS on Tap. I'm your host, Justin Scase, Senior Editor of the EHS Daily Advisor and Safety Decisions Magazine. In our latest episode, we're talking about a form of personal protective equipment that is almost synonymous with safety itself, head protection. Head injuries are incredibly serious, so it makes sense that the hard hat has become the PPE that is particularly emblematic of safety. However, other than a few fit tests, or maybe the color occasionally changing from yellow to white, blue, or orange, some may think that there's little to be changed or improved upon with traditional hard hats. But they would be wrong. Head protection is evolving to be more effective, comfortable, and easy to use, and new solutions are helping to protect the workforce better than ever before. In today's EHS on Tap episode, sponsored by Ergodyne, we're taking a special look at head protection with a couple of experts who are on the cutting edge of the evolution of this important form of PPE. Joining us today on the podcast are Chris Coda and Aaron Skemp. Chris Coda is product manager for Ergodyne, and he took the reins of Ergodyne's protection pillar in 2018, helping lead the development of the safety work gear manufacturer's head and eye protection, supports, knee and hand protection, and high-vis apparel. Working alongside Chris is Ergodyne product specialist Aaron Skemp. And both Chris and Aaron spend countless hours in the field analyzing job site safety risks and partnering closely with safety managers and work crews in developing and testing safety work gear solutions that not only mitigate risk, but encourage compliance through thoughtful and stylishly designed PPE that workers actually want to wear a hallmark of Ergodyne's line of tenacious work gear. So Chris and Aaron, it's great to have you here, and thank you for being with us today on EHS on Tap. Thanks, Justin. Thank you, Justin. So the first thing that I want to talk about with you guys is the hard hat has become this iconic symbol of workplace safety, and it really emphasizes safety's focus on head injury prevention. So what are the current trends and statistics out there for workplace head injuries, and what are some common causes and costs surrounding these incidents? It's a great question, Justin. So according to the BLS, uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics, about 40,000 head injuries occur every year with at least one day away from work. Now, the interesting part of that, as we talk about hard hats, is only 6% of those uh, come from the construction industry. Well, we see about 10% from manufacturing and about another nine from the transportation and warehousing industry. So you can do the math there, but about three times more head injuries uh, in things other than construction, which is where we most typically see hard hats being used. So how is head protection uh, evolving to meet the needs of these modern workers. Uh, we're starting to see the growing presence of bump caps. So what is a bump cap and how does it differ from a hard hat? So to answer this, I'm going to start with the hazards. So hard hats are uh, designed to protect you from object generated impacts. So something falling on your head. Mm. Whereas a bump cap is designed to protect you from worker-generated impacts, so you banging your head on something. Ah. So we talk about that because it's it's important note to make because bump caps will never replace a hard hat. It's it's not a substitute. Mm. It's, uh, it's really there to augment 
a head protection uh, program uh, for people that might work in a tight, confined space where a hard hat might actually get in the way or prevent you from doing your job or you keep knocking it off or it keeps falling off, what have you. So it's, it's, it's really a, a different application for a different hazard that we see. And you, the other thing to remember is you want to do it in a, an area where there isn't a risk for something to fall on your head, right? You don't want to have object-generated impact hazard um, there or you'd be wanting to use a hard hat. Okay. So are these like smaller than hard hats then? Yeah, so a bump cap, um, there, there's really two different types of, of bump caps um, in the industry today. Uh, there's ones that were uh, sort of the, the genesis of a bump cap really was born out of a hard hat. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it a simplified hard hat where they take a, a, a traditional form factor that you see in a hard hat with a hard plastic shell uh, with a suspension in an air gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they simplified it for lack of a better term. They, they made the plastic a little bit thinner. The suspension may be a little bit less robust, um, but it has a similar impact protection where you have that air gap and the suspension that absorbs that impact. Hmm. Uh, so there's, they, they look very similar to a hard hat, but they're actually a bump cap, so they don't meet the same um, impact uh, standards that a traditional hard hat would. Now, whereas the industry has gone more is in what we would call a baseball style bump cap. So that would take something that looks very looks and feels very much like a, a baseball hat. Um, you take a hard plastic shell and then uh, a various types of foam um, on the inside of that to help and give you that impact protection. So as opposed to creating that air gap with the suspension and the plastic shell that's suspended over your head, you take that and you put it much tighter to the head um, so you get less height um, and less risk for bumping it on things. Um, and still gives you the impact protection um, from bumps, scrapes, and cuts. Okay. So uh, you talked about this a little bit before. We, we typically associate head protection primarily with industries like construction or, or maybe mining, but what other industries are affected by PPE developments like, uh, like bump caps? So the areas, the industries where we're seeing um, a lot of growth are, are those places that are working in the tight, confined spaces. So mm. think of airlines, the people um, on the ramp putting away bags, mm. maintenance workers, um, abatement, pest control, uh, home service installers, things like that. Um, also seeing some real, some growth in manufacturing mm. um, and mechanics. So places where, again, traditionally, you haven't needed to wear a hard hat because there's not someone working above you or you're not having something fall on you, but you're still working in tight spaces around uh, various equipment, having to service different equipment every day um, where there's a lot of risk for banging your head or having a, a really nasty gash. Right. So like areas like crawl spaces or if there's piping overhead, things like that? Exactly. Mm. So... Uh, bump caps, are they relatively, well, actually you already mentioned that, you know, there's baseball style ones, but are, are they relatively uniform in terms of shape and style the way, you know, most hard hats are, or are there different types for different applications and industries? Uh, so today, um, like we mentioned, there's really those two different styles. Um, mm-hmm. The simplified bump cap, which is, is what people are, simplified hard hat, excuse me, which is most what people are most familiar with yep. and then that uh, baseball style that fits closer to the head so um, from there there's a there's a few different iterations of that baseball style 
Um, so today there's what we call a full system bump cap, which includes the hat, uh, the plastic shell and the foam all in one uh, system. Uh, and then there's what we would call a universal bump cap insert. Um, so those are meant to go in your current hat and are great for people that have uniform programs or applications like that. So guys don't have to use a different hat and they can use um, what they already are currently wearing. Oh, okay. And Justin, I'll jump in and add, you mentioned uh, style and shape. We uh, bump caps, there's a lot of different brim lengths too. So a micro brim, think of hardly a brim at all coming off of your baseball hat. And that's for people really working in tight quarters that don't need a brim at all. And then we have a long brim as well, which is more of that traditional baseball cap style for protection from the sun, things like that. And also within styles of bump caps, there's versions with LED lighting as well for people working in uh, dark spaces or need a little extra light where they're working. Oh, excellent. So uh, if if somebody has a, a uniform that they need to keep to, they can, you know, put an insert in, or if they're going through the dark, they can have, you know, almost like a flashlight built into their cap. Exactly. Absolutely. Great. So uh, here's the thing that comes to mind when it comes to, you know, almost any form of PPE. What about comfort and utility? You know, we often hear a common excuse for workers not wearing their PPE, you know, even though there's no good excuse for not wearing PPE, is, you know, it gets in the way. It's too hot, it's limiting their mobility, or it chafes, or it hurts, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So how do bump caps or, or you know, other modern head protection equipment, how do they measure up on that front versus traditional hard hats? That is a challenge that uh, Aaron and I uh, deal with every single day and uh, something that we are working on constantly to try to improve for worker safety and worker, workers, uh, safety managers everywhere. So from the bump cap side, um, we have been working really hard to add as much ventilation and airflow as possible to the hard hats while still maintaining their impact protection um, and still meeting the EN812 standard, which we'll talk about in a little bit more. But um, mm -hmm. it's, it's a, a, a tight rope that we have to walk between not having too much ventilation that you lose your impact or your penetration resistant mm -hmm. while adding as much airflow to keep it as cool as possible. Um, the other side of that is, is the weight. So those are the two biggest complaints, um, that I think anybody would, would know, uh, from bump cap is, uh, heat and weight. So by obviously adding more ventilation, you add more or you reduce the weight as well. So those are the challenges that we're doing, but without losing any of that impact protection that you have. Future-wise, we're always looking at ways and we're trying to figure out how we can incorporate some of the traditional cooling products into our bump caps to make them as cool as possible. For the hard hat side, uh, there's a ton of different things, whether it's an accessory or the hard hat itself. Uh, we've developed countless hard hat accessories to help keep people both cool um, in the summer and warm in the winter. So on the winter side, we have a, a wide variety of balaclavas that are meant to work with hard hats, mm. liners with hook and loop to hold them into the, the hard hat suspension. And then in the summer for keeping cool, we have a, a wide variety of neck shades, brims to add um, even more protection from the sun, uh, moisture wicking sweatbands, and then all those options, neck, neck shades, sweatbands, We've taken and incorporated um, various cooling materials such as PVA or microfiber to be able to add even further uh, cooling 
properties to that. And then on the hard hat side, uh, some of the newer developments and something we just launched um, is a class C style hard hat with uh, adjustable vents. So you can open those up and when it gets hot um, to get some more airflow and uh, close them down if it's raining or if you want to retain some more of that heat. So um, that is definitely the, the biggest challenges with both bump caps and hard hats is heat and weight. And uh, us along with uh, all of our competitors are thinking about it every day that how we can make it even more comfortable and keep that compliance up. Now, I, I saw a few of the, the things that you're, you're doing over at Ergodyne, and I noticed uh, just since we're talking about accessories, you, you build in other forms of PPE into it too, like hearing protection and stuff? Absolutely, yep. So most uh, hard hats, including ours that we just launched, uh, will have side slots um, that are adapted for the use with the vast majority of uh, the common accessories out there. And, and you mentioned uh, the, the majority of them, hearing protection, face shields. Um, in some cases, some will include um, uh, sunglass type uh, visors on there as well uh, in order to help keep um, everything in one place and uh, in one system. Very cool, very cool. So. Um... Moving back to something that you briefly touched upon uh, in your last answer, you were talking about a standard. So one question that I have is, what about uh, the uh, you know the workplace safety compliance front? Are there any standards uh, surrounding bump caps specifically, and will bump caps satisfy current workplace safety regulatory obligations uh, as it relates to head protection? It's a, it's a great question. So uh, today, there isn't a U.S. standard uh, for the bump cap. So mm. uh, from the regulatory obligation side, at least state side, there, there isn't anything to, to fall into. And we mentioned it before, and I'll, I'll say it again because it's important. But if you have to wear a hard hat, it's a, a bump cap is not a replacement for it. So um, as far as that goes, it's, it's a different um, application for that. Um, I did mention that there is one worldwide standard, or there's one standard in the world, the EN812 uh, bump cap standard. It tests things like impact on top, front, and back. Um, it has a penetration resistance test. Um, it does it all at, at a number of different environmental factors, warm, cold, wet, um, mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. So um, there is that standard that, that is exists in the world. And, um, as I mentioned, we, we have two different styles of bump cap, one that we would call a full system, and then those universal uh, bump cap inserts. Uh, the universal bump caps inserts don't meet EN812 because you have to have that full system and have the covering, uh, aka the hat, um, on that piece of plastic to, to make that bump cap. So the 812 doesn't cover something like a universal insert, but it would that full system um, so it's important, um, obviously, with the average emergency room costing emergency room visit costing about twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, despite it not meeting that EN standard, um, it's still a whole lot better than nothing. Definitely. So, um, how do, how do you see the uh, continued evolution of head protection playing out? Well, will there always be a place for traditional hard hats? I mean, it sounds like there will be. Or should our organizations start to adapt with new forms of PPE? Absolutely. It's, a, it's another great question. And, and there will definitely always be a place for a traditional hard hat. Mm. That being said, uh, it doesn't mean they can't keep evolving. So 
the next evolution of, of hard hats that's out there and is starting now um, is what people typically refer to as a climber style hard hat. Mm. Uh, so these are the ones that have a little bit different look. Um, they obviously come out of the climbing world, the mountaineering world, um, generally have a, a chin strap. So right. uh, the benefit of these for uh, safety managers and workers out there is a traditional hard hat today, ones that have been made for 100 years, uh, only protect you from an impact right on the top of the head, right on the crown of the head. That's where only the testing is done. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where the vast majority of the protection is designed into it. So climber style, take that and add that protection into the, the sides, front and back. Um, and then there's some different testing, different standards that go into these climber style helmets that help, I'll, I'll use the word prove, um, the side and impact testing. So. The one most people states that are familiar with is the ANSI Type 2. Um, and what's interesting is the vast majority of climber style helmets that are out there today don't actually meet ANSI Type 2. They meet uh, the EN12492 standard, which again comes out of the mountaineering world mm-hmm. um, to help protect against the side and back, uh, side front and back uh, impact protection. Mm-hmm. And then also, I mentioned they, they typically have a, a chin strap. So that's obviously there to help keep the chin, the hard hat on in the event of a fall. So we've heard stories about a worker who passed away uh, from a head injury from falling from the second step of a ladder. Mm. Very real um, risk. It's a very real injury um, potential. So it's, it is where the hard hats are going uh, in the future. Mm. So... The National Safety Council, they're having their uh, 2019 Congress in Expo, and it's uh, coming up just next month. And uh, I understand Ergodyne will be there with some innovative head protection solutions. So uh, where can folks find you at the, uh, at the upcoming conference? Come see us at uh, booth 5226. We'll have all our uh, innovative uh, head protection options available for... Um, for review. Um, Aaron and I will be there man the booth, so come look for us. It's the giant orange tent. We'll be pumping tunes, have a few surprises up our sleeves. Okay, well, it that sounds great, and we look forward to seeing you guys at NSC's uh, 2019 Congress and Expo, and we look forward to learning more about how head protection and other PPE is continually evolving. So thank you again, Chris and Aaron, for joining us today on EHS on Tap. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Justin. All right. And we would also like to thank Ergodyne for sponsoring this episode of EHS on Tap. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Be sure to keep an eye out for new episodes of our podcast and keep reading the EHS Daily Advisor to stay on top of your safety and environmental compliance obligations, get the latest and best practices, and keep your finger on the pulse of all things related to the EHS industry. Until next time, this is Justin Scase for EHS on Tap.